Right, hi guys, welcome back to TG Podcast. I have a lovely guest with me today. Hi, hi. welcome to TG Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. No, it's fine, you look so pretty. I mean, you have. <laughs> I like the effort, I appreciate the effort. It feels like it's for me, obviously, it's not for like the camera or anything like that. It feels like it's more for me than anything else. No, I just like, just thought I'd straighten up a little bit for you. <laughs> Always. I feel, I feel um, super privileged to have you on, obviously, like I've known you for a while. Yeah. And even before then, you like the one thing that's been consistent has been fashion. And yeah. Yeah. And I felt like when I reached out to you, I was thinking maybe I want to get to know you, how you've been getting on with like putting together a business, especially now, like we've all getting, we're becoming adults and it's really good to try and chase like your dream and you're doing yeah. fashion and then also I noticed that there are other things that you were you know dipping your yeah, toes into I'm doing a bit of YouTube yeah it's yeah. like all coming together yeah yeah but um before we get we start I just wanted to see like the um the listeners might not know who you are so it would be nice to um get to know you a little bit so maybe on introduce yourself well my name is Zinanula and yeah we have been knowing each other a while now and um yeah i'm super like um grateful that you had me on like mm-hmm. when you hit me up i was just like on it i was like of course like it's just a conversation yeah. why not catch up and exactly also, like you know record it exactly <laughs> yeah i mean so. <laughs> no that was yeah yeah honestly. yeah and um i don't know it's weird that you say that like the one thing for me that you've noticed has been persistent is fashion because mm-hmm. i feel like like was it like I don't know way back when when we like knew each other I was just like you know just doing what I loved I guess it was fashion at the time yeah and um now I've like started up my own brand um I do like sustainable luxury party wear which is mm. made from like off-cut fabric that would have otherwise gone into waste and I make that and revive it into like going out pieces. Yeah. But then I started a YouTube platform to like kind of record my process of starting up my fashion brand and then also sharing with people how they can like get into the fashion industry. Okay. If they want to start a brand, they can do that. Or I always get questions about, you know, how to um, get into work in the fashion industry. So okay. I work in buying my merchandising. So I okay. thought, why not like teach people how to do that? Yeah. So just all of that just came together and that's just what I like kind of launched this year. <laughs> do you do like a vlogging, like obviously your journey when you're at work or when you're doing the yeah. sort of buying and selling? Or yeah, so yeah, I do fashion buying and merchandising. Okay. I've done it for Debenhams, I've done it for Jaeger and um, I'm currently now in kids wear like mother care. Okay. Um, but yeah, I always show people like my work, my job, all of that, just to share it really. Yeah. And like lately I've been getting messages from people like literally in Paris or in India, like on YouTube messaging me like, oh my God, I found your channel, this is so good. Like yeah. I wanna get into fashion, I didn't know like what to do. So I saw some of the messages that you did share. I was just yeah. like, that's really good. Cause it, it does encourage you to continue chasing your dreams, especially. Exactly. Exactly. Or the days you might feel a bit down and you just need that little push and it's like For always sure. nice to have a reminder. Like, exactly. Yeah. I remember when I was starting out, I like when I first graduated, there's just so many different little jobs in fashion and you get quite confused or you yeah. don't know like what to do. I was thinking I needed that, so why don't I do that for somebody? Yeah. <laughs> to help them. Yeah. So how did you get like a job in fashion? 
so or how well, can someone get a job in fashion well it depends what you want to do okay. so that's where we start from <laughs> okay yeah like you don't necessarily need a degree in fashion but it just helps that i did fashion design at uni mm. and then they put me on a placement year okay. and that's where i worked i did um i did london fashion week i worked in a pattern room with buyers and like we actually like i saw it all happen and develop then when you get experience you learn what particular part in the in the chain you enjoy do you enjoy putting the stuff together do you enjoy yeah. designing it or do you enjoy marketing it and then that's when you start to niche yourself because there's just so many jobs mm. that people don't quite realize that goes into it. everyone thinks you're a designer it's like yeah. you know there's no. just so many little yeah. things so that's the first question i've asked if someone wants to get into fashion what is it that yeah. you want to do what's, what's their passion i think yeah. i think like what you mentioned like finding your niche within a particular industry that's very important because you might, I suppose, yeah. you can't find yourself lost, or like yeah. your um, vision can get clouded if if you walk in and there's so many examples. Yes, there's <laughs> this, there's that. Because I think exactly someone you. like me who's not very, as you can tell what I'm wearing, I'm not very like a fashionista. No. <laughs> I'm just like whatever feels good. I just wear that. It might you look way. quite quirky and hippie, like you've got that kind of thing going. The nose ring, the leopard pants, like that's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a special occasion. I had to pull out the leopard pants. Yeah, but, I love um, it. <laughs> Are they quite good to see them? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just feel like when someone thinks of fashion, they just think, um, well, someone like me who's maybe like arrogant towards that world. Like, I don't really right. know much. Yeah. And when I think fashion, I just think like cutwalks and yeah. people wearing dresses, taking pictures. Yeah. However, it's actually more than that because um, in lockdown, I have tried to watch some shows on um, Netflix. Okay. And they've actually, they've actually been quite insightful, you know, insightful. insightful. Like, yeah. I was just like thinking, oh my gosh, the work that goes into this, like putting together and drawing. I'm just like, I have a background in art. Like, <laughs> I can also be, you know, work in a fashion industry. Yeah, like, of course you can. Yeah. And it's like, you wouldn't know this information until you hear someone's journey. Like, it's just not about what what the media say. Has, yeah. like you know what it shows about fashion exactly because you need to also remember that they are trying to sell something so mm. what they're showing you isn't day to day like do you know what i mean when they show you a really cool marketing campaign yeah like what's gone behind it is like actually a lot of really nerdy people because sometimes the videos that i do when i'm showing people like charts and like buying and like how to uh, calculate margin and cost yeah. and all this and we've gone to factories like most of my working week is talking with like tech packs and all of these really technical things and then we come on and we like make it all glamorous to advertise because yeah. so, the final so, product yeah yeah <laughs> but like you know um going back it's like there's just so many other jobs and you said you've got a, a background in art it's like mm. you could be like you know on the graphic design team yeah. and all of that kind of thing or if there was like a marketing campaign like people could they, they need like artistic directors to like decide okay how are we gonna like put this onto the website where are we gonna put the hero product like there's just so many little different things i mean yeah. speak of like working with different departments i'm glad you mentioned that um yeah how so i don't i don't think i think it was like last year like how did you see or like when that campaign with h&m right like what what do you what's your take on such things like right because it's very like i'm like ah, 
do they have what type of yeah do they have any not even just black person i just feel like it's common sense it's just like do they have any unfortunately it's not common sense like i've worked in in companies where there's just like not many black people and the white people who are there are so I, will, I don't want to use the word ignorant, but they've actually just, just never been around black people. Mm. Like once we were in a, a meeting with a load of buyers and one of the buyers was doing like a swatch test with some leather mm. and she like put, actually it was a he, he was mm. the head buyer of the whole department and he put the leather like on my skin to like compare the brown. He's like, oh my God, this brown is really cool, let's see. And then he just like grabbed my hand and like compared it to my skin. And it's like, it was so what awkward. What was your reaction? I was just like, no, like kind of thing. Yeah. But like that's how they are. They just don't know. They just don't know. And yeah, yeah I, unfortunately, there does need to be more black people and people of color in the industry to educate them and to show mm. them like that's just not how you behave. Yeah. So yeah, I know you said it's common sense, but common sense isn't common. I know. <laughs> That's it's a good point. I'll totally. I'll try and remember that. It's just like to me. It's just like when I see these things. It's like who works on these like, yeah. teams? Like who? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it could be. Maybe I'm, I'm like very sensitive towards certain That's things. That's not sensitive at all. Because no. I can see how like if you're really focused on your job and all you're thinking about is the results and pushing the you know getting this out there, but there should be someone who's just like just you know last check on things like yeah. quality control or something it's like okay maybe that how would the public you know perceive yeah the products and i think the fashion industry has struggled been, in that area yeah, for sure a lot. a lot of work needs to be done um, still and like you said there needs to be more checks but mm. um sometimes the way the team is structured is it's literally one guy who's decided we're going to do this right. and he's like the head buyer and everybody just wants to pander to him so they mm. just go with what he wants and people don't speak up so, you know it's just an internal issue that sometimes isn't yeah. good yeah. i suppose it can also be like obviously if you have like a job like a lower you know role yeah. speaking up potentially losing your job so i can see how that can you, you'd rather choose not to say anything even though yeah. something's like really close to your heart yeah no i would definitely have said something if i was in that that meeting mm. there's been so many times where i have been like oh guys like really but um yeah sometimes they either they don't want to listen or like i've said it's just like the head guy and he's running the ship and it's just what it is you know, everyone has to fall suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's the dark side. Also, yeah. I've, I've worked in many horrible jobs, but I've also worked in many places which have been great. So I don't like to always say the bad, like there is good. No, no, I totally understand. I think this is what I was trying to say. Like when people think of fashion, they don't think of the dark side. Yeah. Um, whereas like I think recently, I think every company has now, it's like, has been, has had some sort of scrutiny. It's like you got your eyes on you what are you doing over there what yeah. are you doing over there so you have yeah. to be on your a game point and yeah. any little thing is like okay the public is watching so whereas before it's just like when you think fashion just think blitz glamour people having great time it's like yeah. she'll be nice to work in the fashion industry <laughs> <laughs> but now i'm just like no, thank you. It's like, that stuff takes so much work. I know it's funny, but I don't like people to have that reaction either. Like mm-hmm. I don't want people to think like, oh my god, like whoa. Like I would mm-hmm. like people to still aspire to it because in a way, 
then that's like they're still getting away with doing what they're doing because mm. then it's like they're still making black people or people of color feel like we don't deserve to be in that industry or we can't do it it's like no we can do it so that's why i like try and make people more like educated yeah. about it or aware because like you can do it just like just be aware of like these things but still like this industry is for us just as much as anyone else yeah we shouldn't feel like it's not for us no for sure yeah. i mean it's, it's, it'll be silly to say um black people haven't you know we haven't got a say in fashion like like we're like you're yeah we are the one creating the trends yeah. so unfortunately you're the one having to do the work but like yeah. the, you you're taking the trend from us like yeah. without us there wouldn't be any trends for real they do that a lot always using our inspiration even in the office like literally mm. when you're a black person in a space where there's not many black people they're always like oh so you know what are you doing da, da, da. and they always they're so intrigued but then when it comes to monetize it no they're <laughs> gonna take that idea and lie wrong with it so it's yeah. just it's all weird but yeah <clears throat> no but that's that's quite interesting like obviously it seems like a bit of a roller coaster but there's yeah. more highs than lows which... i would say there's definitely more highs than lows yeah and the longer you stay in the game the more you know how to navigate those places anyway mm, yeah so you just know how to get on it's like okay, i know that type of character i'm not gonna you know go and pander to them yeah or if somebody's trying to like test you because you'll get a bad boss who like wants you to like fail so you'll just mm, like that's so sad i know it is that imagine that's but like, you just learn how to like navigate that and now I, I feel like I'm now in a better place like mm. with with my work yeah so like of course like with your fashion brand that you've you know working on or yeah like, really creative because I was just trying to look, I was just looking through and it's like is it people really like wearing your brands no my brand is still pretty much in mm. sampling stage okay but like um I have pieces out mm. but I'm not on sale yet very very soon okay. like god willing I'll oh, be selling good soon. Luck. thank you Hopefully I'll be modeling I know. <laughs> I'll be hitting you up yeah, yeah sure I'll I mean, be saying oh you've got a nice physique so <laughs> yeah you're really like Slender, nice in shape. I'm so jealous, but yeah. Um, well, <laughs> same, same goes to you. <laughs> but um, of course, like having when you're working on something on the side, you have like your day to day job or your nine to five. Like, what do you do? What might not be a nine to five, but like, what do you do in your? So my day job is buying is in the buying and merchandising department. Right now, I'm more in the merchandising side of it, mm. whereby we calculate what the cost of each collection is going to be so mm. they'll give us a budget for the season okay. so right now we're planning autumn into 2021 okay. and then we'll look up okay how many um, options of mm. each category can we afford to book so how many options of tops how many options of bottoms mm. all of that we communicate with the factory yeah. make sure that they can make it within the budget that we've been given and then we coordinate getting that stock in in time so by the time we reach autumn of 2021 yeah the stock that's going to be in the shops has been planned budgeted organized by by us lot so yeah. yeah it's great and then we work with the buyers constantly in like sign off meetings and buyers will give us loads of like um what's it called fabric swatches different little things yeah. to like help us for us it's mainly about money like people think it's about like 
cute little stuff, but we are we do like you know the new fabrics that are out and whatever's like out in catwalk's inspiration will like have that all pinned. Yeah. But it does come down to okay, how much does it cost to recolor this and dip dye mm. it? Is it gonna be expensive? Okay, we'll just go with it as it is. Or if we can afford to like recolor it or even print it, mm. then we'll go and do that. And those are the things we're constantly working on until they they come and reach the shops. So yeah, that's my job. Okay. Yeah. Seems very um, proactive. <laughs> you have to be on a go. It seems like it. Well, it's a team effort. I mean, yeah. It sounds a lot, but when you're working in a team of about like twenty of you, mm. get it done. Okay. Yeah. It must be fun, obviously, working with a team. I do enjoy it. Like have similar goal, like chasing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. But yeah, I want to talk to you, and another thing that I wanted to talk to you about is like a few things that I noticed like uh, on your Instagram, a few okay. like initiatives that you, is that something uh, personal or, or is that another thing that you're doing with like a team of people? Um, a few initiatives as in, are you talking about like the Uganda stuff? Yeah. Right, so I just get roped into stuff. <laughs> I mean, I can't really say roped into it. <laughs> well, I hope the people that rock you into stuff are not like watching this or listening no, to this. No, it's fine, they'll be fine. <laughs> like, excuse me, Missy, we rocked you into this stuff? <laughs> no, it's obviously stuff that I care about as a Ugandan. And yeah. I lived in Uganda as well. I know the country, like, Uganda is something close to my Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, people just asked me to like speak at the Uganda convention, mm-hmm. and they, they had loads of other people f- from different industries as well. I was just someone from the textile industry or fashion industry, so I spoke mm-hmm. about that. But my initiative is basically to uh, make manufacturing happen in Uganda or at least Africa yeah. because. No, I work in the fashion industry. Everything gets made in China or India. Yeah. There's even like Bangladesh and other smaller countries that are uh, as small as Uganda that yeah. happen to do production. So I'm thinking, why don't we have that happen in Uganda? So mm. I, my initiative is to basically uh, collect as many brands that do like manufacture yeah. and just tell them, you know, let's take manufacturing to Uganda yeah. to create an economy for ourselves. That's my, my overall goal. No, that's that's like an amazing like initiative. I, I feel you. like it's like cheap labor already. Exactly. Like yeah, it's like but, they um, do that in Asia. It's like we can we can produce that as a country. Yeah, you know? and yeah. people they are very hardworking. So the bonus will be providing jobs for so many people because that's the problem. You. Loads of people are like unemployed. Um, people leave university and they have no jobs, which is really sad. And it's just, although it's like a problem really shared around the world, it's just like some in some areas, it's like, you know, the, there are a lot of people like that don't have jobs, like, you know, lose their jobs and have, especially like in this climate, Tell it's like a lot of us have managed to adopt to the online mm-hmm. and, you know, working, finding everything on the cloud. Whereas like, if you think about those third world countries, they barely have any laptops. Like yeah, their so they work is, that. Yeah. yeah, you have to be, go to the office to do the work. Yeah. You want, or you don't even have... manual labor, like something. Yeah. Exactly. So chances of them say catching the virus are higher than chances of like someone like me staying at home and doing my job. Yeah. Um, less. So that, that's such a cool initiative. And it's like, oh. if there's, I, I can't really do much, but if there's any oh, way that yeah. I, I could like help or anything like that, because when I heard, I was just thinking like, do you mean like the textiles? Yeah. Do you mean textiles, like I was yeah. just thinking like, what do you mean? Because um, if I think in 2018 I went to a wedding. Yeah. And in 
Uganda and I was wearing this two-piece mm-hmm. that I actually got made in Uganda really? but when I wore it to the wedding because I'm not I didn't come from there yeah. people assumed it was a designer piece really? so they would ask me what designer is that what is that I was just like I, I just got it from the uh, market the yeah. woman just did it for me in the market she's like oh we thought it was a designer piece. It's like no. So they're good. They know how it's so. It was so good. Yeah. yeah. So imagine that on a larger scale. Exactly. Like so many people. That's that like my dream to create jobs like that. Yeah. But I, obviously that takes into like a lot of work, putting together like a factory. Like yeah. Because also I had ideas where it doesn't even have to be a factory. Like the factory is like long term goal for like a starting out goal mm. you could even have women working from their local communities and villages like milling fabric because like milling an actual uh world milling? Is, it's where you get the threads together and make fabric so you're okay. not sewing you're just milling it so there's a machine that you put all the threads in and mm. just like thingy it like proper traditional old school stuff yeah. but all of that all of that kind of work has been taken away from ugandans and now we just import textiles but back in the day ugandans would mill their own fabric and i just want to create that work again where women are doing that like either in their small villages at home and then people come and collect it and then take it to town do you know what i mean mm. rather than putting them all in a factory because that's like a, a huge task which will take a lot of years to implement but you know yeah, what I mean like yeah. I don't know just loads of ideas that I think about and I'm like I'm trying to figure out myself to be honest no no but the thing is it's like it's amazing it's you start with the thought and yeah the best thing is like you're already um projecting it out in the world and you yeah. never know who's listening True. or who's watching so when I watch it I just think well oh, that's amazing like obviously I had so many questions and I wanted right. to know is it just that is like is there more to the story so I'm even asking people for suggestions as well because it's yeah. like even, even the fact that you took interest in that like I'm so happy and it's like yeah like any ideas other people have like let me know like I'm always yeah like, after these kind of conversations for real no, honestly because so given obviously like you are in the sampling stages of your um, designs is it yeah. something that you would maybe consider getting your um kind of produced yeah, back back home. from back of home. course that's the ideal goal i would mm. love to have my stuff manufactured in uganda yeah just to give jobs to people there and just to really prove um that the textile industry can can thrive in uganda do you know what mm. i mean imagine people in the west buying stuff from ugandans like that would boost our economy in like you know not long like one generation yeah yeah but of course that might take a you know a lot of work given yeah. the current <laughs> government and people being stuck in their yeah. own ways and the stuff like yeah the situation is not great yeah but um that's I, I don't know i just feel like it's amazing and if like if i hear of anyone or you know in conversation i just be like maybe you should call me like yeah. <laughs> thanks please do no for sure yeah, you're out there doing a lot of stuff so and i mean you meet and I mean so are you but it's like I, I found I found that you know amazing I mean apart from that do you have any other things you're working on that that might be secret maybe you can give us like a look <laughs> um secret stuff at the moment I'm just planning a shoot okay. that's like uh I say planning but it's like the bane of my life right now <laughs> so um yeah 
as I said, my stuff is in like sampling stage. So I've got some stuff sampled and like made. We just need to like photograph it and have it available for pre-order on my website, which is coming very, very soon. So um, that's what I'm working on right now. Just yeah. getting to that stage where I'm like ready to sell, or, like ready to advertise. But you know, to, to advertise, you need to have great pictures and all of that. So How is your, um, you know, photography skills? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not it. I am literally the opposite. I'll stand in a tree, like get on the floor, really? try and get the pictures. You, <laughs> you can I'm do my like, <laughs> I just like. I like taking pictures of other people, not really? of myself. I just okay. when it comes to myself, I just like taking selfies, like Ooh. mostly in the toilet. In the toilet mirrors, <laughs> they're the best. The, self, the bathroom selfies, yeah, yeah bathroom yeah. selfies are the best. It's, it's just true. like, hello, great lighting, hello. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> you're in control. Yeah, I'm in control. I can, you know, do a few poses, but um, yeah, it's, it's like really amazing chatting to you. Um, of course, we're in this space, and you are. Yeah. Um, it's really amazing. Thanks for inviting me here. No it's worries. Been, this is your space too. Like, I mean, and now I know. Now I know. I'll definitely be coming through and do like, it. I'm glad. I'll hit you up, and okay. maybe we can uh, collaborate on a few other things. Cool. That's the first time you said this earlier. We were. I was telling her <laughs> comment. She was like, "Oh, I don't, you know, I need to be in the right." <laughs> no, I think I think you know what. What happens is like um, everyone has their own comfort zone. Yeah. Okay. okay. And sometimes being in your comfort zone, you feel like you can control everything, and you yeah. don't have to move. And you just make you need to make a few tweaks, and I think that's what I was in. But then okay. when you suggested, and I just looked at it, I just like you know what, this is just a challenge. I just need to look at it as a good. challenge, and then let me just go see what happens. If something good comes out of it, perfect. Yeah. If not, the good thing is that we catch up. Literally, yeah. that's how I looked at that's it. That's the right attitude. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, thank you so much for like obviously inviting me, and uh, maybe we'll have no more conversations because yeah. I think I want to follow this up and find out how you're okay. getting on, especially with oh, the initiatives yeah. and the fashion um, brand. And which, uh, fingers crossed, I want this. To, you know, what's the name? What would you name your brand? Well, my brand is called Zinanula or yeah. Zinanula London. Yeah. Like, it's just named after me, really. <laughs> what, what is the meaning of your name? Oh, do you know, I get this question all the time. I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. What's, what's your full name? Um, my name is Zinanula Saramaga. So, but so, I've been told so what's Zinanula... Your, your last name, does it mean anything? Um, my last name... Like, I've asked my parents so many times and I just get different answers. So, my last name apparently comes from Sese Island. So it's like, oh, the, the, the descendants of islanders. I don't know. Is there something important? Like, you know, is there something important about the name? No, I don't, I don't think so. It's no. just... <laughs> There's no royal blood in you? Definitely no. not. No, I'm not <laughs> Say like your the first names in Anula. Right, it's a so very that's unique the one where name. Huh? It's a very unique name. Yeah, I get that a lot. It's from a it's from an old folk tale, so it's a really old traditional Ugandan story name, mm. and it's from a book called Zinunula Omunaku. That's okay. where it's from, but I don't know what that means. I get told it means that. Um, 
it's like a riddle or something like yeah. oh the one who works at night will be saved in the day. But then other people are like, no, Zinnula is to make. Like, or Monaco is means to make and stuff. So I, I don't know. I, I can't answer that question. <laughs> Do you? No, I don't. Yeah, it's just I don't even understand. It's not even a typical Ugandan name. Like, yeah. I feel like there's loads of Ugandan names, but my one never. I've never met another Zinnula basically. Maybe you should try and Google. What's that website? One nine two. See if there is any in the UK. Oh, yeah, that's a good shout, you know. Yeah, you should try because and. Because my grandma's actually called in here as well. Mm. But she's, is she based here? She's in Uganda. Okay. Um, I don't think she could tell me. You and never. I would, I would, you've never googled yourself. I've never googled my the meaning of my name. I've googled my name and then just like other stuff. Well, it'll be good to like obviously learn what your name means. For sure. You've had a chance like meet someone really old, you can ask them. You can actually mention someone who's really old because they always know so much. That's true, actually. Oh, I loved interviewing my aunt. Like, she yeah. just had so much information. So, I'll definitely find an old person Literally. who could tell me what no, my name it is. I don't think it, they necessarily have to be have the same name oh, but you can just know. yeah what does this mean or what do you understand yeah. from this name i know i get what you mean i'll do that i'll update you on how that goes yeah <laughs> i want to know because like literally what it's like it's like it's like it looks difficult like do you have problems with people pronouncing oh, yeah, your name all the time Zin yeah people can't pronounce my name that's why i go by zin yeah back back in the day i used to go by hannah like that's like my English name, that's what I was baptised as. I know it's random. <laughs> African has like an English name, like, yeah. so that was mine. But, I mean, you know, I had to go by my original name. Yeah. So yeah, Zin for short, or Zinula? Well, guys, that's love for you. Um, Catch her on our Instagram, I'll put it on in the descriptions within, you know, the podcast. Cool. And yeah, keep, you know, look up for her. Big things are coming. Thank I can you. T- <laughs> I can tell. You know when you can like you know someone's like working on stuff and obviously like you looking at your work ethic. Oh like, thanks. It's amazing and I just try, try. <laughs> keep up. I wanna see big things and I'm looking forward to being in one of your models. Okay, I've got so, one model. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm good lighting because just need lighting (laughs) but guys thank you so much um for listening and watching tg podcast that's good oro bye bye for now bye